Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! England, Spain and France. Yep, three defeats in a row, but Steve Clark promises to stop the losing streak when Scotland play Georgia next month. 4-1 last night against France and Leo. Barry Ferguson, John Hartson, both with massive international experience. Barry, former Scotland captain, what do you make of it last night? A good experience, albeit 4-1's not what you want. Yeah, great experience, a great test. Paul up against probably the number one nation yep. at this moment in time. Um, and I, I, we spoke about it before on the show, I, I think Steve Clark's doing the right thing in playing against the top teams because, listen, you learn so much um, against the best players in the world. Look, it was, it was tough at times last night, but you look at the quality that France have got, Mbappe, mm-hmm. one of the best players in the world, Griezmann, yep. Camavinga... Yep. Dembele, Giroud. Um, so, yeah, it, w- it was a tough, tough night at times. But I-, I thought during the game, what once the game settled down, Scotland played um, some fine stuff. Just when they get into the final third, they lacked that bit of quality. But listen, I don't think it will affect uh, the Scotland team going forward. Um, I think the next game um, in the qualifying campaign is against Georgia and I fully expect um, Scotland to beat them. But overall, it was good to see some players get some game time he made eight changes last yeah. night and I thought some of them have staked a claim um, or certainly showed the manager Steve Clark that they want to be in contention to get in that starting 11 we're going to hear from some of the players we'll hear from Lewis Ferguson your nephew who speaks really well in Italian no it's in <laughs> it's in English uh, we're going to hear from Xander Clark and Liam Kelly the two keepers getting their first games and we'll hear from Steve Clark as well John Hartson massive international experience since we last saw you mm. of course Scotland have qualified for well, the yeah. Euros oh, and delighted Paul I was the first one to go on social media and see congratulations to the lads and, and obviously Steve Clark who's done an amazing job but I think one of the reasons they lost 4-1 last night was because they've been celebrating for five days <laughs> can you blame them? <laughs> they made eight changes yeah. but no joking aside I sure. think uh, I think they'd have enjoyed the night that, that they were told that they're, they're going to um, to Germany um, next year so um, I think Steve Clark wanted to play a few of the fringe players if you like just to tell and I thought for the first 15-20 minutes they did okay I don't know how Shearer's France took the first 50 they were almost like you know giving the ball away and they get, I thought they give Scotland half a chance but then they showed their class you know France Giroud and, and Mbappe so many of them yeah. different class so yeah. You know, it was a good exercise for them but it was a very tough game on the back of all the celebrations as well they're great to watch the Barry aren't they if Going forward, Paul, they were, they were immense. Certainly, at times in the in the first half, um, just one touch football, the, the pace that they break um, on teams is, is unbelievable at times, and they were a joy to watch. But I, again, Paul, I'll go back to, it. I think it was a great test, a great learning experience um, for a lot of these yep. these players at international level. 
Right, if you're watching it, give us a call. 0808 17 17 700. It doesn't get any better than Barry Ferguson and John Hartson here on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Let's hear from the manager. We've a good team tonight. Uh, a team that's a big threat. Special 1v1. They can, they can beat players. They can open it up. So. I thought we started the game really well. Uh, first 15 minutes was good. We, we got ourselves in front. And then obviously to concede a goal from a... From a corner is disappointing because you know that France can score in open play, so try not to give goals away for set plays. The first three were involved around set plays, the first two set plays are second phase for a set play. The third one, I have to say, I thought the VAR shouldn't have got involved in the penalty decision. It was soft, and when the referee goes there, he has to be a little bit stronger to stick with his original decision. Both players were at it. It was normal, normal in the box. Uh, it felt a little bit like a, a, poor, a poor decision, and that sort of takes the game away from us a little bit. Second half was okay. We passed the ball well, but every time France go forward, the the pace and the power and the, the quality they've got, they're always a threat. So, lot lots to learn, lots to get, lots for us to improve. We we know we're we're not that level yet. It's a level that we're going to strive to get to, and the harder we strive to get to that level, then the better team will be. Barry, we're not going to say too much about the penalty. It wasn't the deciding moment, but what do you feel? Should it have been given? Yeah, I agree. Both were, were at it, but I, I thought it was a penalty. I, I did. I thought Cooper was was grabbing more of Giroud. I understand Giroud had a bit of Cooper's um, shirt, but yeah. for me, yep, it, it, it was a it was a penalty. Yeah, who'd be a referee, mind you, John, mm. in the box? There's so much pushing, yeah, and shoving. Giroud's, but, Giroud's yeah. clever as well, you know. So any any sort of Paul or any, yeah. anybody, you know, Liam, Liam Cooper was, you know, yeah. anything, any sort of contact. Giroud's going to go looking for it and uh, I've got no complaints over it either. Do you think Olivier Giroud has been underestimated over the years? Um, Not really. No, I think okay. he's played for some yeah. huge clubs. Sure, yeah. You know, he's he's got a load of caps for his country. I think yeah. he's one of the record goal scorers. Yeah. Um, when you think of... The great strikers, you know, France have have had over the years, the Thierry Henrys and um, even going before that, the Michel Platinis. So I think his record stands up against everybody else. I think when he was at Chelsea, he scored in in a Europa Cup final over in Azerbaijan against his former club Arsenal. Great header. And I think he's always been that, that sort of focal point. He's given it, he's very, very unselfish as a striker because... You look at it last night, Mbappe is sort of trying to play off him. and yeah. So he puts himself on the edge of the box and he holds defenders off. Great and technique. You can maybe say he, he's, he's not up there with... People don't talk about yeah. him like they talk about Harry Kane, but sure. stuff like this. Yeah. But certainly he's, he's been a very good player over the years as Giroud. Barry, what do you feel? I, I think he's a top player. Mm. I, I really do. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. And you just... John's mentioned it. Look at the clubs that he's played at. Arsenal, Chelsea, AC Milan. Um, I don't know how many caps he's got for, for France or how many goals, but he's, he's right up there. But he's a, in my eyes, he's a top striker. He's getting on now. He's coming mm-hmm. to the, the the final period of his career. And again, that, that the, another brilliant learning curve for the, the back three of Scotland coming up yep. against mm-hmm. a, a top class operator like Giroud. 11 minutes gone, 0-0. They almost toyed with us at the beginning and then Billy Gilmer scored. Yeah, we spoke to him afterwards. This is what the Airshireman had to say. Really happy, finally scoring my first goal. Uh, proud moment for me, family and everyone back home watching the, my friends. So, no happy moment, but uh, it was only for a little while. Short-lived. Barry? I was surprised it was his first goal. Ever, um, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very surprised. Yeah. But 
listen, he, he took it well. He, he tried to cut it back when he was in the box and obviously Camavinga made the mistake and to be fair, it was a, a, a cool finish into the bottom corner. Um, and he looked to part last night. I'm sure he'd be disappointed at no starting in the Spain game. Um, so that was a point for, for Billy to prove last night and I thought he I thought he played well last night. He, listen, you know what Billy Gilmer does. He can handle the ball in any situation um, and he's always demanding it as well which I love to see from a, a midfield player here's a bit more from him he wants more goals yeah a little bit of course when growing up you're, you're scoring goals a lot and it's part of my game and then got to the first team and just never ever scored so it was, uh, it was of course it's a frustrating thing but of course I want to help out the team play well that's the main aim first goals can come whenever but uh, happy to play my part and of course, uh, the serious business. We know we've qualified, but we do want to get back in winning again up against Georgia. Yeah, we've still got two games left in the group. Qualified, of course, but we want to finish in a high by winning these two games. Uh, treat them like this, uh, any other game important. We want to win and show the, uh, give the fans something back. So these three games have prepared this Tough opposition, top teams, and that's what we want more of. It's great for him, Billy Gilmer. Great for your nephew as well, Barry. I'm delighted yeah. to see him finally start. Yeah. I know he started in, in one previous game, but I'm sure he's been itching to, to get that opportunity. And he was playing in the right side, Paul, which is probably no his favourite position. Um, but listen, he, he done well. He got wired in about the French team and he handled the ball um, pretty well. And the last 20 minutes or so he get moved into the centre of the park where I believe that's where Lewis is his best position um, getting up in support of the, the, the strikers so yep delighted to see him get that 90 minutes and it's a point for him to prove to Steve Clark that he's wanting to try and get into that midfield area where it is probably Scotland's strongest part of the squad Yeah he's doing very well he's doing very well in in a team that they've got a lot of luxuries in, in the middle of the park and in the wide areas, so he's doing well. He, he he might have to be a little bit patient, just to get a run in the side. But um, he's over in Bologna. Apparently, he's doing very well over there. He's catching a few clubs' eyes over there. And credit to him because he stepped out of his comfort zone. He I think he was linked with both you know the, the big two clubs up here, um, and he's decided to go abroad. He's learned a different culture. He, you know he's, he's probably fluent in Italian now, Paul. So he can bring that home with him. Yeah. And uh, who knows, he might not come back. He, he might get one of the big Italian clubs come in for him. You know, so while he's over there embracing it, good luck to the lad. Let's hear a bit from him afterwards, Lewis you know, Ferguson. We're, we're a positive group, we're improving all the time. We've got the Euros to look forward to now. We've obviously got two more games to come next month as well in the, in the qualifiers. So it's all about improving. We've got a really good squad, good management team. And yeah, it's all about trying to improve and trying to get better. And I think by coming up against these sort of teams, we'll get that experience and, and try and improve. And because that's a level that everybody wants to wants to play at. Yeah, and playing in Serie A, as John mentioned a moment ago, how much is that helping him? Yeah, massively. That's what that's what I wanted to do when I made the move. I wanted to improve as a as a footballer. And I think I've done that over the the past year. Um, you know, training every day with good players going away to big stadiums against big teams, top teams. So, um, yeah, I feel as though I've improved massively. But I feel as though there's still more to come. Um, I've still got a lot to learn and a lot to improve on. So I'll just keep building, keep working on that and, and hopefully keep improving over time. Barry, just looking at you there, listening, can see how proud you are. It's not that yeah. many years ago he was playing at Douglas Park. 
Yeah, I know. Um, listen, it was it was tough for him as a, a young boy getting let go by Rangers. That yeah. that that was that was his team. Um, and you know you can go one or two ways, Paul. He decided to go to Hamilton. He worked hard and forced his way in as a young boy and done really well and got that move to to Aberdeen. And I think Derek McInnes was a big factor in his, his career. He was he was brilliant with him and put him straight into the Aberdeen first team. But just listening to him there, mature, very mature, yeah. speaks better than his, his dad and his uncle, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely but, better than his dad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good to hear. And and you know what? He's very grounded, very grounded young young man. And listen, he's made that move. I think John um, pointed out at the start of the show, he's went to a different country, out of his comfort zone. He settled very quickly. And last year he had a real good season. And this year... They've made him captain the last three games, so that tells you how far he's came as a footballer and as a, a human being. So I just hope he keeps improving. And listen, if he keeps playing the way he is at this moment in time, I don't think, and I'm not being disrespectful to Bologna, I don't think he'll be there much longer. And could it be in England? Could be. Yeah, listen, he's one of the guys where if it's right for him, he'll he'll mm. go. He's proved that he's he's not scared to to go sure. to a, a yeah. different um, country and. Listen, it's scary. He's went over there himself. Um, now his girlfriend and his, his young baby's over there with him now. But to go out there yourself, it, it, it takes a lot. Um, and he's went and done it. And um, he's proven what a, a real good football player he is. And of course, everyone would say, oh, you're you Derek Ferguson's boy, you're Barry's nephew. And in some ways, that's he's good. He's his own man. But yeah. He's very much his own man. That didn't pressure him. No, he's... And you know, sometimes it's annoying when you hear it on the TV his uncle yeah. his dad played with Rangers and his uncle played with Rangers and listen he's went and done it himself and you've got to give the young man um, credit and it's brilliant to see him playing in the biggest stage last night just sitting watching it um, and I was on the, the family group chat and my two boys um, they were they were absolute buzzing about it so yeah it's a proud moment for him and now he needs to kick on in terms of international he needs to try and force his way into that midfield area because at the moment this moment in time you've got McTominay McGinn and Callum yeah. McGregor who is a very good three mm. so he's got his work cut out he, he break into that, that midfield area I should say Derek his dad of course is also really good he's on the BBC isn't he sports on at the weekend so he's also <laughs> in broadcasting and what a player he was John just before your time coming up here Derek Ferguson and Ian Durant were yeah, sensational. He wasn't as good as his, yeah. as his brother. Wasn't no, as bad but, but he was a great player with Derek. <laughs> I'm really I know. joking. No, 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 you're, Derek no, is no, listening. No, no. Oh, John, no, John's I, right. He's more tongue-in-cheek there. I know he played yeah. in a very good side at Rangers I, I as did, well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, of course. Listen, if you're watching the game last night, you can give us a call, speak to Barry or John. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Scotland losing 4-1. Uh, last night but the manager saying look we want to get back stop the rot he actually said for the game with Georgia but there's no shame losing to England uh, Jude Bellingham and co oh, my goodness he was amazing the other night yeah, you've got to be honest yep. Paul what you're crump against sure. if you look back in the England yep. game I thought the first 45 minutes England were un, unplayable yeah. they, were, they were immense and the boy Bellingham in the middle of the pitch 20 years of age he if he's not at this moment in time another 6 to 12 month he will be the best midfielder He's what a talent! What a talent! And he's playing for the right club. He's mm. at Real Madrid yeah, amongst other superstars. Where do you go, on. John? I mean, look. Hopefully, he'll be there for a long time. But to be twenty and you're yeah. in the first team at Real Madrid. 
Well, it's incredible. His, you know, his, his parents must be so proud yeah. of him. He's apparently his younger brother is an outstanding <laughs> yeah. player as well. Yeah, he's yeah. at Sunderland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and um, obviously the their Brummies, they're from Birmingham. Yep. They're very, very grounded. Mm -hmm. he, he still loves Birmingham uh, as a football club. Um, obviously Wayne Rooney is there now, so you'd yeah. probably be mm -hmm. delighted with that. Um, but no, Barry's right. He's um, his goals as well. I think he. He started his career at Real Real Madrid in unbelievable fashion. Um, you know he's played all the games. He's been scoring. His record is fantastic. He's got a bit of everything, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He can tackle. He's got a bit of bite. He can go forward. He can pass it. He's an athlete, you know. And certainly he's he, he's he's going to go up there right right up there with the greats if he continues. He's, he's another young man who at seventeen went for Birmingham to Dortmund. Yeah, I mean. Been out there himself, yeah. and and uh, that tells you something about yeah. a, a guy's character. There's something in the water just now, and there's quite a few young players going to Italy, Spain, France. Yeah, and, and what an experience, yeah. what a life experience it is for for these young players. And listen, in terms of Bellingham, he, he went to Dortmund, and he was he was a standout there. And for me, he's at the the ideal club. It suits him. But watching, I, I could watch him all day. He's, yeah. John just mentioned it. He's got absolute everything you would want. And a midfielder. No but, Scottish blood in there. McBellingham or something. Uh, we could get him. No chance. He grabs but, a ball yeah. by the owns. If the game is that sort of yeah. a little, he'll get on the ball and he makes something happen. He'll, you know, yeah. he'll tackle someone or he'll make a run. He'll make an opening for somebody else and leave a bit of space. He's so clever as well. You know, he's he's a very clever player. John, a few people were talking, and I was, there was a bit of criticism about Borna Barisic mm. from the opposition. You saw them. You watched Croatia against Wales. Yeah. Good win for Wales. Well Wales, done. Yeah, puts him back in the mix. Yeah. yeah. But what do you think, Barisic? Is it not a bit unfair? Someone else jumping in? Another? I thought it was very yeah. unfair because I I don't think he was any worse than any other Croatia player. To be yeah. honest with you, Croatia were very poor. Um, Wales took a two-goal uh, two lead, Harry Wilson with two goals, um, and Croatia, they weren't at it, Paul. They, you know, they struggled against a strong Welsh team, um, and they pulled a goal back, but even the great Modric, he, he couldn't get on the ball, you know, he's, he wasn't pulling the strings like you normally expect him to as one of the world's greatest midfield players. So, uh, listen, I, 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 watched the, the, I watched the game, and I didn't think Borna Barisic was any worse than any other Croatian player. The Hadjik split boss had a go at him. Barry, what did you think of that? What was your impression? I don't like to see that, right. if I'm being yeah. honest with you. Listen, he never had his, his best of games, but I don't think he was the worst player yeah. on on the pitch. Um, so, listen, the best thing for Borna Barisic is for the next game to make sure he, he puts a performance in. But I don't, I don't think it's right another manager coming out and criticising. Yeah. There's... There's a way, there's a constructive way to criticise Paul, but I thought that was cheap, well over the top. Yep, yep. and cheap's a, a good way to put it as well. Let's hear a bit more from Steve Clark about the team, the evolution, young players coming in. What are his thoughts after the game and looking forward as well? Hopefully, part of the evolution going forward where we, we, we can retain a, a strong defensive balance, but look like a threat going forward. And it wasn't really until the obviously we got the goal. Early goal was was a mistake. We we forced a mistake in their box and Billy scored. And it wasn't until later in the game that we that we started maybe to get some more threat towards their goal. We we have to do that earlier in the game against these, these top teams and that's something that we'll, we'll, we'll try and work on and try and improve on We've definitely got to be hoping that Kieran Tierney Andy Robertson will be fit for the 
well certainly for the campaign for the I summer don't, I don't think they're yeah. going to be fit for no. the, the next sure. two games Georgia and, and yeah. Norway um, but listen you need day two Paul you need them going over to Germany in the summer they're, they're not just massive players they're, they're big characters they're, they're the leaders Andy Robertson's the captain and, and for me Kieran Tierney he leads by example when he's on the pitch so they, they certainly need these sort of players available and and ready for, for Germany next summer John they've been so important haven't they Tierney and Robertson yeah well if, if you're going to do really well like they have yeah. done um, in particular 15 points out of, out of 15 yeah. 5 wins mm-hmm. out of 5 you need your best team you need your best players yeah. out there Paul it, 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 it goes without saying you know when you haven't got your star names um, when you haven't got your big hitters if you like you're not quite as strong uh, as a team that cohesion that um, it's what they bring it's not just on the football pitch Paul it's what they bring around the camp as well with the experience the younger lads look up to them yep. you know and, and, and they copy them and things like that the way they handle themselves and so you know I'm sure Steve Clark is delighted with giving the younger players you know games and you know he has to give them games at some time they have to feel a part of it but it, it, there's no doubt in my mind um, that when you've got all your your big players, your 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 your, your international players, your the players who are playing in the high in the high league, which is the Premier League, and obviously um, one or two in the Scottish Premiership, you are a much better outfit with, with your best players. There's, there's no doubt about that. Well, the players will be heading home now, and I'm thinking of all the clubs who's going to be fit for the weekend because it's back to the battle for the title. We're going to give you some updates from Celtic, from Rangers, and maybe your team after next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson, and maybe you calls are coming in, but maybe you next, 0808 17 17 700, or join the conversation at Go Football Show. Yep, we lost 4-1 to France last night, but nobody seems despondent because they are arguably the best team in the world. Yeah, look, I, I, a lot of people are saying, oh, is it the best thing to do? I would rather they go and play the top teams, Paul, than go and play the lower-ranked teams and win five or six, nothing. What, what are you actually going to learn off that? I think they'll, they'll learn a lot, albeit it was a changed um, squad, but even the guys who would regularly play, they'd be sitting on the bench and, and see how these top players operate. So... I listened to Steve Clark's presser on, on Tuesday and that's the way, that's the route he wants to go down is play against the best teams because he believes it'll make the Scotland team better so I'm all for that. John, just looking at some of the players who were on international duty, Kyogo scored for Japan scored, yeah. and the hope for Celtic will be that he's back fit and well ready for the weekend and the match with Hearts. Yeah, well, he, they, they left him out of the World Cup squad but he's he's featured yeah. he's fe- for, featured for Japan now on, on the back of his great form um, for Celtic and um, he's a tremendous striker, isn't he? He makes the runs he's, when he gets in, he predominantly scores and Hitati as well, who's, who's me and Barry were just talking off air saying... Sometimes when you've been out through injury, it can take you like three or four games to get back into the swing of things. He's had them games now, and, and each game I find he's got better and better. And uh, he played well again for Japan the other night. So, yeah, they'll come back with a spring in their step, no doubt about that, ready for hearts at the weekend. Barry, two terrific players. Yeah, two um, players, again, that never know, knew anything about, Paul, but I've got to be honest, we have been hugely impressed with both of them. Kyogo, movement, goal scoring... Um, forward player Hitati 
I think again he's he's got everything you would want in a in a midfielder. Um, and John's spot on about Hitati. It takes a bit of time for you to get up to speed. Mm. And I'm sure Brendan Rodgers would have been happy for him to go away and, and get minutes under his belt for for Japan. But two of them have been brilliant finds for for Celtic. No doubt about that. For Rangers fans, Ryan Jack obviously had to withdraw from the squad. They'll be hoping that he's back soon. Philippe Clement, we're going to hear from him again shortly. Um, Barry, what are you thinking for this weekend? Danilo and Todd Cantwell could be in line to return at the weekend. Spotted training and no surprise, Danilo is wearing the mask after the the, the cheekbone injury. Yeah, good to, to see him um, back. Um, that was his first probably start right through the middle as a number nine, Paul, and he obviously gets the goal but suffers a a horrendous um, facial injury so good to see him back on the training field and it'll be interesting to see if both him and Todd Cantwell are available for selection um, come Saturday because it's a it's going to be a tough one for, for Rangers um, I don't think this is going to be easy on Saturday because Nick Montgomery I think has come in and um, played his part with, with this Hibs team in terms of got them playing free-flowing football the, the look of no fear about them I mean I, I watched the, the Hearts-Hibs game and, and listen they weren't great but 2-0 down, it's easy to throw your toys out the pram and, yep. and say, right, you know what, that's the game over. But they showed a real fighting spirit and, and got back level and got a point out of it. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it in a, in a, a few ways in terms of what team um, the new manager is going to put out and and what kind of changes he's going to make to the, the Rangers style of play. Because I don't think you can make too many, uh, too many changes too early, Paul, if I'm being honest with you. Um, he did say that in his press conference yeah. that it'll take a bit of time um, but also you've got to understand you don't get a lot of time sure. up yeah. in the west of Scotland but listen it's exciting times I was very impressed with him very impressed with his, his press conference yesterday he was very straight but also he was very realistic in what position Rangers are in um, listen their, their confidence is, is short at this moment in time so it's up to the new manager to try and get that confidence back and hopefully we'll see that come Saturday. We're going to hear more from him very shortly. John, over at Celtic, they're all back after a break, international break, holiday for some of them for a few days. Brendan Rodgers has revealed that Magic Navroski is back in training. So he's been out since August, of course, since the Kilmarnock game. Yeah. Uh, so that's good news. It is good news because he's, uh, the the small time he's been at the club, he's looked quite assured at the back there, you know. Um, so he picks up a little injury, but it's it's good. It's it's good options. You've got Liam Scales, who's who's been brilliant, and he's Cam, grabbed it, Cam, hasn't he? Yeah, Cameron yeah. Carter-Vickers is back yeah. in the side as well now. So Navrovsky. Um So then I think I think Lagerbielka is not too far away either. He played for Sweden. He yeah, scored. well there you go. Yeah. He scored. So for me, it's a case of you know he's got options. He yeah. can have a look at it. He can he can start with two centre backs and, and make and make changes as the game goes on but not the type of position you really want to change no, too often sure. the two centre backs yeah. but he's, he's got he's got different options different types of centre backs as well Liam Scales of course made his debut for Ireland so it's remarkable we spoke about it on Monday night with Mark yeah. and Barry isn't it incredible, incredible. Fact, arguably he is your left-sided central defender at the moment with Carter for Vickers. me yes yeah. for me uh, you know, I don't think he comes out unless Brendan wants to give him a, a little rest or whatever but I know as a player you never want to rest if you play well one week you want to, you want to keep playing 
Uh, you don't want to come out of the team, especially all the plaudits he's been getting. But I don't think he's taking much notice of that because you can't. If you play well, the plaudits are there anyway. It's, you'd, things, Good things are written about you. Yeah. But he wouldn't be too concerned about that. He's young. He's gone in there and he's looked as if he's been in there for five or six years. Mm-hmm. He's, he's looked really comfortable there. And Mikey Johnson scored for Ireland. He's been on the fringes. We'll see if he comes back in. It'd be very hard though, wouldn't it, for him to break in? Well, again, you know, he, he's a player that uh, has played in fits and starts for me. Yeah. He's never really had a really good run. When he has had a good run, he's scored good goals and then he hasn't been seen for three or four games. And, you know, I just think he's finding that consistency. But that, that would have been a nice moment for him to, to score yeah. um, to score for his country. So he'll come back now again and... You know, it's down to Brendan Rodgers whether or not he wants to bring him back in. So I was checking today, Barry and John, what's the attendance for the Celtic fans at Tynecastle this weekend? The ticket allocation, it usually was 3,500. It's a ground you both love playing in. This Sunday, 576 fans will be there in the hoops. Everyone else is going to be a Hearts fan and it'll be the same, Barry, when Rangers play at Tynecastle. And blue and white will only be 576. Brendan Rogers said today he's saddened by the reduction. And yeah. I, I was just about to say, it's a bit sad. I, yeah. I can only speak for when I played there, and I'm sure John will be the, mm. the same. He had the full stand behind the goal. Mm. Um, yeah. So, 500 fans, listen, they'll still try and create a, an atmosphere, but I, I don't like the way I, I don't like the way things are going in terms of away no. fans. Mm. Um, I don't think it's enough, if I'm being honest. And they still do it for the Hibs fans. So the Hibs fans still get the stand, but if you're Rangers, if you're Celtic, it's not the case anymore. Well, they don't, they don't want to give you know, Celtic or Rangers that extra advantage, I would have thought, because they've got real quality. Not to say that Hibs haven't. No, um, but they're and, not the Glasgow and, Giants. And, and the Derby games as <laughs> yeah. well. You'd expect sure. Hibs to give yeah. hearts the same when they play at Easter Road. But obviously when Celtic or Rangers go go ahead or they score in games, it's a racket. They make a hell of a sound. They, they celebrate. And maybe maybe that's partly to do with it. They don't want the Celtic or Rangers, don't want Celtic taking three and a half thousand f- fans there and absolutely taking over and enjoying the party, you know, because they've had a great run against Hearts in, in recent years. So that's obviously got something to do with it. Let's go on the lines. Here's Darren, a Rangers fan from Uddingston. Good evening, Darren. How are you guys? Good evening. Hi Darren, how are you doing Darren? Good. Yeah, I just want to make a point about the, the three defeats Scotland have had now, obviously against better opposition. How will it affect the seeding when it comes to the pots? Now if they get two victories in the next two qualifiers, that it might cancel out. But if they don't get the desired results, how is it going to affect the seeding when it comes to the pot when it comes to the pots? And whether it be wise to take the families against England and France knowing there's a good chance we're going to qualify for the Euros I mean, if you take a lesser kind of even match team you might get a better feeling because you'll, you'll get more writing points mm-hmm. Barry what would you say it's well I, I've got my feeling John I, yeah, I think they're sure. doing the, the right thing and playing against yeah. these the, these top teams I understand what Darren's saying in terms of uh, will it affect your seeding um, but then that will cancel out I believe they will beat Georgia and, and Norway so I think that will cancel out but I think looking at the bigger picture and listening to Steve Clark doing his, his press conferences and speaking to the press I think he believes it's the, the best way for this Scotland team to progress as a team further down the line with coming up against the, the better players I honestly believe you don't get as much out of 
playing a lesser nation and winning the game pretty easily and having 70% possession yeah. and mm -hmm. I, I just think you learn a lot more when you come up against the, the top teams listen normally you might take a a bit you're doing in terms of losing the game or, or, or the opposition having more possession but I think the longer term it will benefit this group of players I, I agree with Barry I think you're much better off going in against a, a top quality yeah. side where you, you might get you know one or two indifferent results and you might look a little bit wanting at times you know yeah. but for me that is better than thumping a, a team that are 200 or 200 something in the world 4 or 5 nil, yeah. uh, and everybody yeah. saying what a great team we are what a brilliant result that is but you know listen you're playing much yeah. less against the big boys Steve Clark can put his put his players in a really um, challenging situation challenging places as well like Paris last night and away grounds and things like this yeah. that certainly tests you as a player more than playing a lesser side yep yeah. Darren, it wasn't even a point. It wasn't even a point. I was trying. I'm not saying for the rest. I'm saying maybe playing an even, an even match side, maybe playing a Czech Republic or a, no. mm. an Australia side, a qualifier. Maybe find someone round about the same level as you. You find it really, yeah. But I think, I think it's brave, though. I think it's you know, if you yeah. get if you get out of the group, or you might even be paired with France or or, or Spain or England in the group. You met England so many times. I don't think I don't yeah. think people want that fixture yeah, anymore. Well, you yeah. somebody talk about that the other day, but yeah. these are the type of games sure. that Steve Clark but, wants to be involved in because these are the type of fixtures you're going to face when but, you get to the Euros. But also, it shows the confidence that Steve Clark's got in this group of players. Yeah. Mm. Go and play against the, the, the best teams and, and listen. I, I thought at stages last night and remember Dan, there was eight changes last night which naturally was going to happen anyway. But I, th I thought at times during the game we handled the ball pretty well last night. Mm. Don't just listen to Barry Ferguson. Here's what Lewis Ferguson said about the game last night. We're disappointed to lose the game, of course, but you know there's, there's positives to take. This is a, a top-level side that we've come up against, and I think by coming up against these kind of teams, it's it's a way to improve. You see the game; it's about fine details, fine margins. So I think when we come up against these sides, it's it's a learning curve, and yeah, we'll, we'll look to improve from this. Barry, see, you listen. Obviously, Lewis is mentioned it there, and I think if you speak to the group as a whole, I think they would rather come up yeah. against mm -hmm. these sort of um, yep. players and, and sort of teams because um, listen I think you, you get so much out of it and listen after the game they'll be disappointed but I yeah. don't think there's a lot of well, will it affect the, the confidence I don't think it'll affect mm -hmm. the confidence of this team and one going, single bit going into Group A Darren as you well know, you know we weren't expected to beat Norway away were we um, who would have no. thought we would have beat in Spain mm. Um, and we did Dan you're a big Rangers yeah. fan I just want to play something to you it's Philip Clement you may have heard it but he spoke well yesterday when he met the media for the first time and he was saying this is a, it's a marathon it's not a sprint it's not an advantage of course to be seven points behind that's clear no I think one thing and that's maybe the major thing for the next weeks maybe months we will see that we need to be focused on ourselves for me uh, a season is like a marathon and it's of no use to look at this guy that is running in front of you all the time and then try to chase it with one big sprint and don't have the legs anymore to do the marathon and to kill yourselves. No, you need to focus on yourself, on your pace to uh, 
uh, that you hire that pace, that it's it's faster than before, that it's better than before, and that you can do all this marathon. It's not about the next two, three games. It's about a lot of games this season in a lot of competitions. So we need to look at all those things. We need to focus on ourselves, not on other teams, and to make our story better and better and better and better. Darren, how are you feeling about the new manager? Are you excited? Yeah, I think he's the best, the best candidate. Great pedigrees, obviously one in Europe. I think he'll make a difference in our Europe League group. Obviously, the tactical going to how in the European style of play. Um, because I didn't think Bill, I think we were lucky against Betis to be fair, and obviously with Stephen Davis, with no managerial experience, he was chucked in uh, deep end there. Um, it, it speaks well, and I think we'll need a miracle to catch the Celtic in the league. We'll need to be the tortoise in the air situation there. Celtic will need to fall asleep for us to catch up them. Um, so we just have to try and close the gap as much as we can, build up. And if it, the miracle happens, the miracle happens. But I just, I, I just hope he brings in a Scottish coach or a coach, uh, somebody like maybe you know Neil McCann, Kevin Thompson, maybe Barry Thompson that's been there and been a coach at, at, at a decent level, um, and let and let Stephen Davis cut cut his teeth at, with the with the with the under 18s or under 21s or whatever. Right. I wasn't, yeah. I wanted somebody that knows the club and knows the dynamics of the club and you know and, and gets what, what it means to play for Rangers, mm-hmm. you know and. That, I would really like David Davis. I would actually like to see David Davis up there in the park, to be fair. I think he's got something to offer. He's got something to offer people like Rask and Craig Kirkmill. Right, Barry, what would you say? In, yeah. in, in yeah. terms of. He is going to bring somebody yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, and I thought, yeah. do you know what? I, I like that because he, he's, he's, he's not showing an arrogance that he's just going to bring his staff and He understands he needs somebody who's got the knowledge of Scottish football, who's been to places like Tynecastle, Easter Road, Petaudry. And Darren's mentioned that a couple of names. From one that jumps out at me, Neil McCann. Neil McCann. I, I think he would be he would be perfect for it. Um, Devo is still trying to get back from his, his serious knee injury. I don't know how that's going on, but I think in time Devo will become a a coach or a or a manager. But I, I think it's something that the, the club are definitely going to go down that route, and certainly the manager is it. And I like to to see that because I think it's important that you have people around about the club who have obviously been there seen it and done it and wore the t-shirt type thing so it'll be interesting to see who it's going to be he says he's going to take his time which I think is the right thing to do Devo's still in there at this moment in time and then if Devo or if the manager doesn't feel Devo's quite ready yet I'm sure he'll, he'll go and get the, the right appointment to come in and help um, the manager and his coaching staff Darren good call 0808 17 17 700 the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 Let's go! I told you already I want to win everything. That's the mentality I have when I step into a building. Uh, I want to give this, this uh, mentality also towards the dressing room and g- create more and more winners in this dressing room. So we're going to work really hard to, to get as fast as possible silverware and to make this story step by step bigger and bigger. How fast it comes, you never know. I don't have this crystal ball. I don't have, I'm not a magician also that suddenly can totally change players. But I know if we can work a long time with players that we can make them better. We talked about that a lot, how to do it. Uh, it was really very interesting talks because it was really to the point with Graham, with the people in the board also. Not only we're going to do it, but how 
we talked a really a lot about that, about the holistic way, about creating better athletes, better football players, stronger mentalities in that way. It's, it's time. It's a, it's a very important thing. And it can go also really fast, I think, with this squad when they get more confidence and the fans go behind them. It's a major point in this club. If you have these 50,000 people behind you, this gives so much energy. You become so much stronger in every sense as a football player. So it's very important to create this synergy also, again, between fans and the players. It's going to be one of the major points for the next couple of weeks. It's about me explaining this to the players and doing the right things on the pitch. And I hope that the fans understand that and they, they really know how much power they have also when they go behind players in a positive way. Huge week for Rangers and for Philippe Clement. Barry, he's the 19th Rangers manager. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be one of the greats? Well, time will tell, yeah. Paul. I hope he is. Um, I, I like his interview it, it was clear there's, there was a, a, a right few conversations mm -hmm. happening just straight to the point and I, I quite like that um, and he just mentioned something there and I like it there needs to be a connection again with the fans you need that connection they're so important because when the fans are with you I tell you it gives you that extra 10 or 15% Paul so He's going to try and get that straight away and if you get that, you've got a right good chance of, of being successful. But I think he understands he needs to win a cup as quickly as possible and he's got a brilliant opportunity to do that. He's got Hearts in the semi-final and then whoever wins the other semi-final out of Aberdeen and Hibs, um, come December the 17th, I, I would fully expect the trophy to be coming back to Ibrox through the uh, through the front doors and up to the, the trophy room. Peter Grant last night said oh, he has to win it Andy Walker said yeah. they may well win it he said he has to win it and that was echoes of what you said No I, and ago. I think he knows that yeah. I think it's a, a brilliant opportunity for him but he needs to get to work first he needs to go in and identify what, what, what's been the issue over the last couple of months Paul because there clearly has been a, an issue whether that's a recruitment but even at that some of the performances have been well, well below par. No uh, energy I, I about think, the team. Yeah, I think, Barry, whoever, there'll be plenty of people that would take the job. Managers, it's a good job. But it's also a very, very difficult job mm. right now. Because whoever comes in will want better players. They'll want better showings from the current players. Michael Beale was allowed to bring 10 players in. Got rid of quite a few as well. And it um, was time to change some yeah, of them, wasn't it? Yeah, but this guy is going to want to bring in his own players. Can't really do yeah. that now till January. No. Um, they're up against the Juggernaut in Celtic yeah. in terms of yeah. the, the Scottish Premiership. Um, on a crest of a wave, good players, going to add and more good players. So, in all fairness, he's, he, you know, he's saying the right things. You'd expect a new manager to say that anyway. He's talking about we'll have 50,000. They've had 50,000 for the last 20 years, Rangers. That doesn't change. You know, the crowd will be there. What he needs to do is is win a cup as soon as they can and he needs to get a structure within within the club. In How terms much of will that do for them? I'm going to ask both of you, John. First of all, if they win the League Cup, the Viaplay Cup, which they should, how much time will that buy from? Or what will it do with the fans? Well, I think a lot will depend as well on how are they going in the league. You know, they've got to keep progressing in the league and they've got to keep trying to challenge mm -hmm. 
Yes, then if they, if they win a cup, when is that? Is that, is that in February or March? Not December. They December play the final. So if, yeah. if they uh-huh. win if they a beat cup, Hearts, then well, that'll, then. that'll give yeah. the club a big lift. That will obviously yeah. that will obviously boost the, the supporters, mm. and it'll show him, um, Philippe Clement, that that he can possibly win a cup. It'll be great for him and and, and his staff because it gave Ange and your old club a huge no, boost. Ange went on to win the won. double on the treble. But at that point, nobody knew that. In fairness, nobody knew. Yeah. Um. You know, he had a tough start. Not as tough as it was. Michael Beale we know that mm-hmm. but then winning the League Cup remember when Ange came yeah. in Rangers had won the league the previous season 25 points yeah, yeah. so sure. you know but, but but for me he's got a very very difficult job right. and yeah. I think everybody appreciates that yeah. and um, you know let's, let's see how he goes Barry what do you feel for him how big is it to win in the League Cup and I agree I think we all agree with John there's no point winning that League Cup and not winning league games no he, he knows he needs to go off to a quick start yeah. Paul and that comes in, in Saturday because he spoke about it in his, his press conference short, medium and long term goals the short term goal is to make sure you don't lose any ground on Celtic and make sure you get into that final come the uh, I think it's what is it the 5th of November again starts at, um, at Hamden Park uh, and then I would do it in blocks because there's a few good games because you obviously get Hibs at home you've got Sparta Prague away and then you've got Hearts again mm-hmm. Tinker, there's some tasty, tasty games there, yep. and that's what you want. And listen, he's coming into it, and he needs to make sure that he's got the right team on the pitch. And this week, I would imagine the players all start from scratch, and then it's all about making sure they force their way into this. This starting eleven, but I like the way he comes across. He's very, it looks to me if he's very straight, and that's what that's what you want. Straight talker. I don't think he'll accept anything less than Rangers winning games and if you're not going to perform I don't think you'll be involved in his team or squad but you can do all the talking you want in the sure. world yeah. all he's trying to do is, is is to put across to the Rangers players what his intentions are the the importance of winning the importance of winning the cup the importance of getting the crowd having a big relationship with the crowd but you only get that through winning games he was asked about his style of football that he prefers. I like dominant football. I want to play dominant football. I did it also with the first team that I was coach or manager. Uh, Waslan Beveren was a team who played against relegation in the Belgian league. We played also dominant football with them. In the beginning, it was pushing the players because in the beginning, nobody of the squad believed in that, that it would, poss- it would be possible to do. But I saw that they had the qualities to do it. To play attacking football with a lot of changing of positions, people creating space for, uh, for other players, but out of a good structure that you, you don't get too many transitions and, uh, and that you get stupid goals because you're, you're not thinking about your structure. So out of a structure, attacking football. And James Bisgrove, the CEO, gave his first major interview really yesterday as well. And he spoke about the long-term deal for the new manager. I think we recognise that continuity and stability is going to be absolutely key to this football club. This is the 19th manager we've had in 151 years. And we went through a process uh, that was multi-layered and undertook a lot of due diligence and took our time with the board to get this appointment right. We had a very clear vision in terms of the characteristics that we wanted the next main Rangers manager to have. And the board were unanimous that, that, that Philippe was the outstanding candidate in that process. So absolutely, this is a, uh, a long-term appointment. But, you know, Rangers is about winning. And, you know, there's a lot of football to be played this season. I know that Philippe and the squad will be giving it everything that they've got for this to be a successful season. 
But absolutely, we are looking forward to working with, with Philippe in the short, medium and long term. And he explained the involvement of uh, club legend Graham Souness. Graham was a great help to the process. Um, he added uh, a lot of value and I thank him again for giving up his time to, to participate in the, in the process. He joined us in London when we met Philippe for the first time. And because some of the criteria that we set out were so uh, aligned with, I suppose, Graham's own characteristics when we talk about leadership, understanding the club, uh, dealing with the pressures. Um, Graham was able to ask those questions from a real place of experience. And, you know, he, he and Philippe had some, some really good conversations yeah, in, yeah. Terms of, in terms of that. So, yeah, he, he added a lot of value and, and the board really thank him for participating and contributing to the process. And Barry, you were pleased that Graham Souness, with his football connection with the club... Why would you not tap into the knowledge yeah. of guys um, who have played and managed at the, the highest level? Um, and I th you've got to give the board credit that... They've thought to themselves, right, do you know what? We're going to go and speak to guys and get their opinions on who we think could be the next Rangers manager. And obviously, James mentioned their stability. Rangers need to <coughs> have stability. The, the manager, that's the 19th manager. Generally, if you look over the last five, six seasons, it's been far too many. And he did mention that the players will give it everything. Every time you put that, put that blue strip on, you should be giving it everything. Anyway. What, yeah, what Mr Bisgrove said there... Um, we heard the same about Johnny Van Bronckhurst. We've done our due diligence. We feel he's the right man for the job. Uh, Michael Beale, we've done our due diligence. He turned Wolves down, apparently. We've, we, we've, we've, we've backed him. We've bought 10 players under his reign. We get behind the manager and they're saying exactly the same thing. What I'll say is, well, I'm not nowhere near writing this guy off, you know, as soon as he comes in. But what he has to do, Paul... He has to play really, really good football and he has to topple Celtic. Of course. And it's Otherwise, an improving Celtic if, team, if, of course, If he yeah. doesn't, like Beal tried, like Giovanni Van Bronck, I know the Rangers fans are all excited. Excellent. They've got yeah. a new man in the door. They're going to back him. Yeah. But they will only back him. Barry will tell you, you've sure. got to win here in, in Glasgow. Yeah. You're yeah. judged on the games. Yeah. And you so. can't say, what well, you've got a long-term plan. Yeah. Only time you have a long-term plan is if you keep winning and you're successful at the club. You don't know until you play the games. I mean, the difference this time is that when they brought in Michael Beale, it was a kind of done deal, wasn't it? They didn't go through this process. This time they have it's interviewed people. It's been a people. thorough process. Yeah. You hear James yeah. speaking yeah. about it. It's um, it's been a couple of weeks, Paul, and it's not been one interview. It's been two interviews, three interviews. Yeah. Obviously, asking Graham Souness. Letting the manager go and speak to the investors. I heard that come out as yes. well. The American right. investors, yeah. the Asian investors. So mm -hmm. they've went through a thorough process because I think they, they understand that it's been far too many Rangers managers and they need to get this one right. And by listening to the manager, Philip Clement, he's saying all the right things, mm -hmm. but he also knows he'll be judged when you when the whistle goes um, at three o'clock on a Saturday sure. or yeah. half seven on a Thursday night in Europa League. And can he get a tune out of the Michael Beale yeah, squad? And that's the problem because yeah. that's been one of the issues at Rangers. Yep. The, the recruitment's sure. not been good enough. Yep. The players have struggled but they might get a, a kick out of a new manager coming in. So we just need to wait and see and hopefully that's the case. Users next time we're back with Barry and John. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. 
with access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. Domestic football's back this weekend and we'll be covering all of it on the way between now and then. Looking forward to, well, match of the weekend for Celtic fans. Hearts against Celtic. That's the TV game on Sky on Sunday. Two o'clock start for a 2.15 kickoff. It's always a brilliant game. Hearts against Celtic. I know strange kickoff time, Barry. Is that what you were yeah, looking at there? Yeah. yeah, I was expecting a 12.30. But it? Yeah, it's a two, bit later. Yeah. 2.15? Why is that? I don't know. You organise it? It'll be the... It'll be the card later in the day. Is it going to change your day on Sunday? You no, I watch all every I know. game. Oh, you watch everything. Yeah, I know. Looking forward to it, and it's a brilliant place to go and play. Tyne Castle. Yeah, they're right on top of you, um, breathing down your neck. So, yeah, that will be a tasty one for Celtic on Sunday. And of course, John, your old club Celtic, they left it in great style with the late, late goals. You know, they did disappointment against Lazio, but they've done well uh, against Motherwell, deep into injury time. Then there's been the break, um, the game of Kilmarnock, a win. Yeah. And they'll be looking forward to getting back. Navroski back in training. Yeah, and, and, and Brendan Rodgers will be hoping that all the other players come back with yeah. no niggles. Mm. Um, that's that's always the um, the thought process when, when players are away mm. representing their country. He's delighted for them to go. They're very proud to represent their country, but you want a, a clean bill of health when they come back. So he's got a full squad to choose from. Hearts, never easy, although Celtic have got a decent record against Hearts in recent years. I've done the game there a few times in at Tynecastle, obviously as a pundit. Um, so always difficult at Tynecastle, especially now they've got the extra couple of thousand fans yep. that Celtic haven't got. Um so yeah, tough game and I'm sure that Brendan will make sure the lads are, are, are at the mindset and, and, and absolutely right up for that game. Somebody who will be buzzing is Matt O'Reilly. Got his cap, he was on holiday in Mallorca, got the phone call and uh, appeared for Denmark yeah. and Matt O'Reilly is having a, well, how good is his season so well, far? Well, he's adding goals yeah. to his game. He's He's got that silky sort of type of play to him. He's uh, He's great to watch. You know, he keeps the ball very well. And he's got that killer pass. He's got that killer pass in him with the right weight. And um, he's having a great season. So, you know, I'm absolutely delighted for him that, that, he, that he won his first Denmark cap. That he, he'll be, uh, he'll be uh, absolutely thrilled with that. So will his family. It's always great when you represent your country, Paul. And to do it for the first time, hopefully he'll be one of many more. Who was your first cap against? It was when against you... Bulgaria, away yeah. from home, against the great Stojkov and... Letchkov and yeah, all that well. team. We got beat 3-1. Dean Saunders got the goal. It was in Sofia, 1995. Yep. So I remember it very wow. well. Yep. Um, 51 I got in the end, which is... 51 probably, caps, probably Hall of Fame. Should have got more. Should have got more. Yeah. Got more. Mm. Still brilliant, John, isn't rush it? Saunders I, and who's in my way, so I, I couldn't displace them. I, I was with, with yeah. Dino um, last week. So you were? Last Friday. Yeah. Brilliant speaker. Oh, he's he's a good guy. Man, isn't he? So funny. Yeah. Yeah. For a bite with Whitey and Mark. He's a good guy, Brilliant yeah, guy, great stories. He was my yeah. coach at Blackburn. Uh-huh. He was yeah. um, under Sunnis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a he's a funny man, Dean Saunders. He slagged me in the car right away. He said, "Oh, you're not the tallest." Are you? I said, "Oh, I thought I was getting a night out with Andy Townsend." <laughs> you know, because they're both on. Uh, he's saying on top something. Sport. He's, not, uh, he's not the tallest. Yeah, he's not either. exactly. No, but he was great, lads. Barry, your debut for Scotland against the the mighty Lithuania. Yeah, yes. away <laughs> in Vilnius. Um, Vilnius. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, remember it well. Come on for the last 15 or, or 20 minutes. Um, 98, I think that was. Mm, wow. Um, the World so Cup year. Yeah. It was. It was. Just uh, after the, the it. kind of there was a change of the the yeah. the, the old guard yeah. in terms of yep. some of them obviously retired, and it was an opportunity. And um, yep, that was uh, the late Craig Brown. Craig gave, gave you me your, the, your first the, the opportunity yeah. Yeah, at a young age. So yep, I've got a lot of. You thank him for because at that stage it generally didn't see a lot of young players mm. get into the squad so yep made my debut over in, in Lithuania More on the domestic games Hearts Celtic and obviously Rangers Hibs we're going to hear more from Clement or Philip Clement as some of them are calling him locally some people were on last night but Philippe Clement uh, a bit more from him um, we're looking forward to the games at the weekend but mentioning first caps Liam Kelly and uh, Xander Clark, the two keepers, got their debuts last night. Here, first of all, is the Motherwell keeper. Aye, best moment of your life, mate, isn't it? Um, kind of played every age for Scotland up until now and been in a lot, a lot of squads along with Big Xander. So um, I just delighted to, to get that moment eventually and um, so grateful for the manager to give us that chance and um, delighted for Big Xander as well because um, we've been this together kind of for the start. They have. Here's Xander. Obviously delighted. You know, as a, as a kid, you always want to sort of dream of that moment um, and you know it was a great feeling and special occasion as well with the opposition that we're playing so no absolutely delighted and a proud moment and they've been on the bench for a long time yeah. both of them and it's good for Steve Clark to give yeah. them their, their first caps and, and me and Barry were, were, were quite lucky Paul because we won quite a few but if I'd have only won one cap uh-huh. for Wales I'd have been delighted sure. you know to of think course. that you're the yeah. best centre forward at that moment in time for your whole mm-hmm. country and if I did it once yeah then, you know, that, that would have been enough for me. As it happens, I stayed around, I stayed playing at a higher yeah. level and obviously then you get more caps and you become a part of the team on a long-term basis. But the boys are delighted there about winning their first cap and they are. The, your family, everybody feels it, Paul, when, when you represent your country. So, credit to them. Well done then, boys. A bit more from Xander. As I always say, as a goalkeeper, you know that only one can play and there's, there's three in the squad that's about being supportive to, to have us playing um, I feel that myself and Kells have been that for, uh, throughout and you know obviously when the, the, the time comes you need to make sure that you're ready and you know I felt that it was you know it's just I say a proud moment to, to finally get it um, get it out of the road Yeah Xander Clark the Hearts keeper played the second half Liam Kelly the first half and so what about the penalty what did he feel could he have done better this was his take Of course I'm a bit annoyed I never got it now sometimes it's easier to accept when you just get absolutely buried but I do our homework three goalies goalie coach analyst and, and come up with a wee kind of plan and idea between us obviously Angus nearly got Angus nearly got Haaland didn't he as well so and then I've nearly got Mbappes but Quality players, aren't it? Quality penalties. So just, I unfortunately get that one. Maybe the next, hopefully. Barry, they're really straightforward, aren't they? These guys, they just yeah, you it. can you can yeah. hear it. Yeah. They're, they're absolute buzzing to get their first cap, and, and fair play to them because they they go to every single squad, or every single gathering, and and they don't genuinely play. Um, so that shows me that they've got a real good attitude. And that, I thought they they done themselves justice last night. Um, two of them done well. Get forty five minutes each, and and. What a, what a team to make your, your debut against mm. um, for both Kelly and, and Big Clark. Um, and two of them, domestically, for both Muddle and Hearts, have, have had really strong starts to the, the season. So, yeah, but I, I love I love hearing that. And, and listen, it's going to be difficult for them to, to get more caps because I've got to be honest with you, I think, listen, Craig Gordon, horrendous injury, top goalkeeper. He's in the road back. And let's be honest, Angus Gunn has come in and I think he's looked... Um, 
he's looked apart to be fair Angus Gunn so yep delighted for them to get their first cap um, but they've got a a job in their hands to to put um, Angus Gunn out the the squad and then you never know I've seen Craig Gordon's back training so that tells me he's on the the road back um, to playing games so he's a miracle man isn't he he's phenomenal yeah and and at the age of 41 I believe uh, big Craig Gordon I played with him um, a number of times and he he is a he's a top class uh, goalkeeper and I go back to I was very very surprised when Celtic got rid of him I was was I I couldn't believe it yeah yeah, I think a lot of people were actually um, because he made some great saves and stuff and was there for quite a while but in all fairness he's come back from a a serious injury before mm. yep. he had a really yep. bad back injury I think and his career was in jeopardy it was all over, stage, yeah. yeah. so he's got great character spirit and he's had to show that because the injury he had was uh, it was awful I remember watching it live and yeah. almost grimacing had to turn away so you know he's very um, stubborn very uh, determined to come back and be the keeper that he was previously because it would be easy I'd imagine the big man's done really well in his career um, financially he'd probably be secured but that tells me he's he still feels that he's got a part to play um, at Hearts and internationally so it'll be interesting to see when he's going to make that comeback Darren's been on the socials at Go Football Show he says Barry I can hear how proud you are of your nephew how will you feel if and when he overtakes your what 40 yeah. do you know what I, 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 a lot of people yeah. in terms of the European record in terms yeah. of the the European games for Rangers mm. I took over from John Gregg that was a very wow. proud moment for myself because yeah. he has missed a Rangers and then when obviously Alan McGregor um, mm. took over my record I was absolutely delighted records are there to be broken Paul yeah. and I was delighted when Alan McGregor done it and hopefully my, my nephew Lewis um, takes over me in, in terms of caps Lewis has been talking about the Euros. Yeah, massively. Every, everybody's everybody's looking forward to it. You know, when the, when the draw comes out, we'll we'll have a look at it and take it from there. But you know, it's an exciting time for for this squad, and everybody wants to be a part of it. So yeah, we're all looking forward to it. And the manager knows up next, Georgia. Right, we're through, but we don't want to stop in the fifteen points. You, you can, or we can take the the memory of the qualification, but. We lost two games in the camp. We, we don't like losing. I don't want them to be comfortable to lose. I don't want them to be happy to lose. Uh, we, we spoke about that after the game. It is important that we, we set our standards higher than that. We, we don't want to lose. We've lost three in a row now. Uh, and I've asked them to make sure that when we go to Georgia, that we stop this run. And that might help us, Barry, that we're even more determined to at least draw yeah, in the, Georgia or win. No, I think we'll be going um, there to win. No doubt in my mind, Paul. Um, and I like that. Listen, they don't like losing, but you've lost the last um, few games against, let's be honest, probably top five in Europe. So, yep, sure. <coughs> I'm sure he'll just be desperate to get um, get away, enjoy. I'm sure he'll be wanting to get away and enjoy a few days rest um, after qualifying. But listen, these next two games will be um, so important. And I, I firmly believe that We'll win both of them. John, final no. word on it from Billy Gilmer and then I'll bring you back in. Mm-hmm. About France itself playing against the French. What a team. It was a difficult game. They're a top team so I thought we played pretty well on the ball. We were brave, confident to get on it and play play football but the end result never seemed that. This is the teams in the test we want. Uh, we know France are a top team. They've proven it. Uh, and that's what we want to try and thrive to so it's a great test for us the last three games have been a good test England, Spain and France so we need to continue how we play and be more confident 
John? Yeah, we've spoken about the, the level of opposition and you, you always want to take on the best and they don't come much better than France. Spain and England, you know, three three possibly the favourites for the for the Euros, them three. Probably take your pick. Um, so, uh, and going back as well to Stevie Clark, he sets the standards, doesn't he? I think when a manager is is wanting his players to keep going, keep striving, not, not losing in the group, and two games to go, um, you know, and, and the players have to, will react from that. Players like high standards, players like the manager to try and get the best out of the players that's what they want and you know I, I wouldn't go against them winning the last two games I think the Norway one will almost be a celebration again in front of their in front of their home fans at Hamden and obviously they go away to Georgia and as Barry said I think uh, I think they can go win that one How important that was Barry when you think about it back to the game against Norway late in the game with a goal down and you think oh, Yeah and watching yeah. it I, I've got to be honest I yeah. thought Norway were the, the better team but it, it shows you that they never give in um, he made changes uh, and they changes certainly worked and, and we came away with a, a brilliant three points and that set us up Paul um, and going back on the the Norway game that's going to be coming up what an atmosphere that's going yeah. to be yeah. and that'll be a celebration and that'll be absolute rocking um, that day Jack Henry will he be up against Haaland, is it too early to say? What do you think it's going to be? And I'm, I'm not saying pick the team just now, but he's one of the well, hottest there's not going in the to be world. Any Kieran yeah. Tierney there, so yeah. Yeah. I would imagine it will be probably the three that started against Spain. Um, no doubt in my mind, and they're coming up. But that's what you want to do as a player, Paul. Yeah. You want to come up against yeah. the best, and Haaland is certainly the best striker they're now in the planet. John, what's it like given that Wales have had more experience than we've had in the big tournaments? I know we made it during COVID oh, oh, era just only, after. Yeah, it. only recent years, Paul. Yeah, Scotland I know, have been in I many, know. many, sure. many tournaments. Um, but it's quite it, a revolution in Yeah, in, but in it's Wales, brilliant. It? I think yeah. it's brilliant for, for, for Scotland to be back. They've got a proper manager. Not that I say mm. they haven't had proper managers before when they haven't qualified, sure. yeah. but they seem to have that cohesion, that togetherness, Paul, that spirit. And you need that. And as well as that, now they've got seriously good players. You know, football is all about players, Paul. It's all about good players. They achieve things for you. They take you to the next level. And that's what this group of players have done with the help of a fantastic manager and obviously his staff. Peter's been on. Yep. Can I just yep. say, the, watching the game last night, the boy Jacob Brown, I thought, looked good yeah, last night. Nearly scored. Yeah. Not seen too much mm. of him, Paul, in a, in a Scotland jersey, but he looked sharp and had an attempt on goal and held the ball up pretty well and it looks like he's got a fair bit of pace I've not seen too much of him but um, that, that that could be um, another forward that might come into the thing to Stevie Clark going forward I heard you saying it earlier and we know it don't we we're so blessed in the midfield but up front and yeah know, but I always say I, yeah. the, the two I know you're going to mention Lyndon Dykes and, and Shea Adams they've done terrific jobs Paul as well don't, don't take that away from them they in my opinion I don't think they're out and out goal scorers but the job that they have done for Scotland um, since Steve Clark's come in just over four years I, I think they've been terrific I think that's really fair isn't it you're, yep. you're right because they're kind of unsung heroes they, had, really they, for they us. put yeah. so much work I mean yeah. even last night watching the France game she had them worked his socks off um, just want to see him in that box a bit more often um, but over the piece I think two of them have been um, terrific for Scotland. And we were 4-1 down at that point. Jacob Brown came close and, and so did Sean I, I like to look him. Yeah, yeah. He, he certainly um, showed that 
he's capable of playing at that level uh, and it'll be interesting to see if, if Steve Clark uses him more often because he's not played that much no, and England going through as well, John. Yeah. last night. Yeah, so, they they won the yeah. group. I mean, they 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 always seem to do well. They do. in in the qualifiers. They've they've got yeah. they've got an array of sure. great players, and they go on go on all day about <laughs> them. Bit, they, bit, they're due to win a major tournament, you know. And, great uh, that Scotland qualified ahead of them. Yeah, absolutely. Just before them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. it was good. Yeah. I know I'd support uh, Paul if uh, Scotland were playing England, and it would be. You of course, yeah. you're an adopted Absol- Scot. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember last year you sang the Welsh national anthem, so maybe before the I Euros. I sang the joined, Scottish one as well. And you did, I know. I, did, I was going yeah. to get you to do that again, maybe. I remember but, a couple of years tonight. ago, I was just yep. a manager to Wales at Hamden, and um, Gordon Strachan was. Yeah. And I, I sang the Scottish anthem that night as well. Yeah. yeah, well, my wife. My wife's Scottish, so why not? My kids. Two of my kids are as well. Exactly. Yeah. You're an adopted Scot. My second home, yeah. I know, he's but his butter. Exactly. You know. Bad, you yeah. know. <laughs> Butter and jam together, Barry. Is that something you like or not? Don't know why I'm asking you this. Honestly, but, uh-huh. I, I do. You do. Yeah. I. I think we did say this once before. You do. Do you? Uh, no, can't take the two together. Strange. What do you have on a scone then? That's what you have on a scone. Isn't a it? Separate, but, uh, separately, you would. What are we going to have in Germany? What's it going to be? The, the Frankfurters and all the rest. Then the food over there, good, Barry. Because is the butler coming over? Just so I know. No, I tell you what. There. What a place to have it, but. <laughs> I was lucky enough to yeah. go in 2006 to watch yeah. Big Oz, obviously, yeah. in Munich play um, in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a brilliant three days, yeah. as I said. I loved it. Brilliant atmosphere. Um, just gutted I never managed to do it as a player, but yeah. hopefully I can go over for a, a game um, next summer because um, I, I think we'll go over there fully confident, Paul. We've got to go. I mean, you'll take the private jet, won't you? You'll take us over. You know plenty of people yeah, uh, with private jets, so quick, quick break. You can get a, a, a lonely one of them. Bit more. We're going to look forward to the games at the weekend, and a bit more from the new Rangers manager. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, John Hartson, Barry Ferguson with Global Eco Energy. Listen, thank you for making the switch. So many of you are listening live or downloading wherever you get your podcast. And you can call in now 0808 17 17 700 as darkness falls here in the dear green place, the great city of Glasgow in the West. Or you can join the conversation at Go Football Show. The weekend is coming. It's coming soon. It's a huge one for, well, all the teams involved. Probably especially Rangers, change of management since uh, the last games. It seems ages ago, Barry, doesn't it? You know, when the, the the league packed up for international duty, a lot's happened at Rangers. You said Michael Beale's replacement will be in the house, and he is, and he's Philip Clement. Yeah, and I think it was important that, the, that they got him in before the, the, the first game against Tibbs, Paul, no doubt about it. But as it seems a long two weeks... <laughs> Um, but thankfully the domestic stuff starting back up um, it's been a brilliant two weeks in terms of Scotland qualifying mm-hmm. but now we get back down to the nitty gritty um, and obviously Rangers need to get off to a flyer on Saturday and obviously Celtic are going to a tough place um, on Sunday in Tynecastle. Let's hear from Philippe Clamont a bit more about short term long term goals uh, My short term and long term objectives are always to win I'm about that uh, that's my life it's always been my life so that's what I want, but I know also there's a process to come to that point. Um, and we need to work on that. There are a lot of things we can make better, and it's going to be a process week by week to make things better. 
and to be focused on ourselves. I think it's a, it's a really important point when I saw all the games of the team this season. I saw moments of uh, frustration that players really wanted, but they started to do the wrong things because their, their expectations were that high and maybe from the fans also. Uh, we need now to, to create a really stable story together that everything is really clear for them and that we can play really good football with good results. He was asked, what's the position in the back room and also in the boardroom, what's the position of director of football and developments there? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a conversation mm. Philippe and I have had. And obviously this is uh, James Bisgrove, the chief exec, answering that one. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a conversation mm. Philippe and I have had. It's one that Philippe's had with with the board and um, I'll come back to, to the question directly, but to, to provide some context on that, both the chairman and I and all of the board, we, we recognise that the the leadership, the governance of the football department is absolutely fundamental to our short, medium and long-term success. So in, in that regard, we have a football board uh, with a number of leaders across the football department. We have our chief scout, John Park, that sits on that. He heads our, up our scouting division. We have Craig Robertson, our director of football operations, the chairman and myself, the manager, Dr. Dr. Mark Waller, our director of medical and performance, and our academy director. So we feel we've got a really strong group of leaders that will implement the football strategy and take key decisions, whether that's player contracts, whether it's um, uh, player acquisitions. Um, but all of that said, yes, we, we do believe that a director of football, uh, a technical director, is something that would add additional value. And it's, uh, it is a live conversation that we're, that we're having at the moment to complement and to complete that leadership structure within the football side. Barry, what do you make of that and how important is it? I think it is important because it takes a bit of responsibility away from the, the manager and he can just solely focus on his number one priority and that's getting a winning team back on the, the training field. So it looks to me if they're already um, focusing on making sure they bring the right guy in and whether that's in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but I'm sure in time a director of football will be in place. What would the ideal candidate look like? First, first and foremost has to have experience and get on with the manager I don't. Th I think the manager's got to be part of the process because they need to have a, a close-knit relationship in terms of obviously contract negotiations if a player's running out of contract or a new player coming in where do they identify where they need to strengthen within the team so that's key but it has to be somebody who has knowledge of the Scottish game as well and obviously uh, Europe and further because you, you see what's happened at Celtic. Sure. You see the, the, the quality player that they've brought in for the Japanese league. Um, I don't think MD thought it would have been as high as like a Kyogo and Hitachi. So I think Rangers need to make sure they have somebody with vast experience and knowledge of the game worldwide. Clement was then asked a, a question you asked in the first hour, John. What's the news about the backroom staff for him? Who's coming in? No, for the moment so not. Has he made a decision yet? No, for the moment not. Um, so we took the decision together first to see also with the people who are here, what are the qualities, how do they, how do they adapt to the story, uh, how do they work with the players, and in a few weeks we will make an evaluation and, and then see what's, what's necessary or not. So it's the same with, as with the players. I believe also really hard in, in looking of potential of, of people so we will see I think I saw already that uh, quite some people with potential are already in the club so we will see what happens John he's looking at the potential is that the right thing probably but can't yeah. give it too long 
No, but when he says he's looking at, he'll judge it himself. Uh, he's not giving anything away. He'll probably have one other, maybe two others that he's worked with previously, um, at his former clubs, and then he'll, he'll, he'll like Barry said, he will probably um, take up the opportunity on bringing one or two other ex-Rangers players, so they can help him in terms of um, knowing what's expected, because naturally. He's never worked in this country. He hasn't. He hasn't worked at a club like Rangers, where the demands are so are so uh, so on you. Um, but I like what he said because somebody said, "What's your short term? You know, middle term, long term plans?" And he said he wants to win, but that might take a process to win. You know, he might have to need to change one or two things: systems, personnel, um, get that winning mentality into the players, and get on a little bit of a run. And then, you know, the momentum comes with that. Then they've got a system that everyone wants to work with. So he's writing what he's saying. So I certainly think that short term, you'll get a little bit of time. If they lose to Hibs on this side, I think they'll win. But if they do go and lose, there won't be any sort of noises particularly made. It's his first game. And it will take a process. And it looks like Rangers are prepared to work. So in, in that process where it's going to take him a little bit of time to create a team and to create a winning mentality in the team. So Barry's got his right-hand man, hasn't he? Van Hayden, yep. so he's got somebody. Sorry, what are you thinking about the no, elsewhere? I, I, listen, short, medium and long-term should all be the same and it's all about winning. It's plain and simple, yep. Paul. That's what you have to do at Rangers Football Club, is win and win trophies. And I think he gets that and he understands that. Mm. And I like that he's not ignorant of the, the Scottish game as well. He understands that he needs to get somebody in that's... It's got an understanding, um, and I spoke about it before. It's not about how teams play, because he'll do his, he'll analyse these teams. He'll just want to know what it's like, what the atmospheres are like. You know what I mean at, at these stadiums, and how how passionate are these teams and, and whatever. So, yep, I, I like the way he's coming across. I like all his ideas, but he totally gets it for me. He understands it. He needs to win, and he needs to win straight away. Do you think he's gone in this week? Uh, it's a crucial week first impressions I don't think you can make too many changes Paul I think you can make subtle changes Mm -hmm. and then over the coming weeks then I think you'll start to see the freshen he has his coaching and his way of playing Um, because he did explain that that he's not going to come in and just say right this is a totally different way of playing you've you've got to understand that it's a group of 20 what five players Mm -hmm. and they need to understand his way of thinking getting to know the way that he understands football so I think you'll see some slight changes in Saturday, but I think over the course of the coming weeks, you'll start to see what way that he wants his team to play going forward. I just work day and night really hard with the players to get the best out of them. Then you need to get results on the pitch. And sometimes it's you have lucky days, sometimes you have unlucky days. I'm somebody who looks past that. I know with the story we have, the way of working, that it needs also a bit of time to implement everything. And that's normal also because you speak about players moving together, you speak about offensive football, but you need to automatize that. You need uh, a lot of trainings around that before it becomes natural for the players. And sometimes it goes fast and sometimes it takes a little bit more time in all the teams that I've been. But at the end, everywhere, there were the results, there were the goals, there were the the good games. So I know it will come with the potential for me that is here in the club, with the potential that is here in the dressing room and with the ambition the club has also for the future to make the right decisions if some positions need to be strengthened. 
Will he have money, Barry, come January in the transfer window? I think I think he will. I don't think he'll pots yet, but I think the board will try their utmost to to give him um a bit of backing. I think the vast majority would come probably next summer, Paul. Um, I think he might need to look at a loan market, uh, for instance, but I think they'll try their best to to give him something to go and work with because it's clear that he will want his own players in. How many that is, who knows? Because he, he still needs to obviously have a close look at the, the, the squad in detail. Sure. But I think they'll, they'll do everything they can to try and provide them with something in January. Because they spent a lot over the summer, so they players did. will be in a big money. They did, and, and they're, they're on long-term contracts, yeah. Paul. It's, it's easy for people to say, oh, we need to get ready. X, Y and Z but bear in mind these guys are on three and four year contracts and they're on salaries that they've not earned at their previous clubs What was that sensible by the hierarchy um, at Rangers to give Michael Beale's players long term contracts when they weren't were they that sure of the manager? That's a good you know, question yeah. So it, it's not very wise really sure. if, you know but they'll have to learn from, from their mistakes uh, Clement is going to have to come in and, and deal with the hand that he's got he can't change it um, and I think there might be a plan in place see where they are in January see in terms of how the football club is doing um, they could be in front they could be behind they could possibly have won a trophy and I, and I think that they'll take it from there in terms of maybe new players coming in um, I think it's something he might have had a conversation because these are not his players. No. So he's got to work sure. in Michael Beale's sort of group, really. Barry, he won three titles on the trot, 2019 at Genk, and the following two seasons, as you know, at Bruges. The Super Cup as well. And the Super yeah, Cup. So how big is that for... Because that looks impressive. It sounds impressive. Yeah, he won any league titles. Yeah. Impressive, yeah. Paul. Because um, you need to do it over a period of time. Yeah. Um, and he's shown that he certainly got that kind of mentality um, and that's what Rangers have, have been lacking over yeah. the the number of years they've not won enough trophies Paul and that's what the club's built on and I, I think he gets it I think he gets and he understands that the Rangers um, the Rangers football club need to start winning trophies and do you know what he's got a brilliant opportunity over the next couple of months John said Celtic are a juggernaut and they are. They've been phenomenal for over a decade now. The other team they need to catch. Yeah. It's, it's simple. Sure. The thing is, you know, he has won and he has got that experience yeah. of, of winning, um, winning titles. And uh, the winning titles, you have to be consistent over a number of time or a particularly got to win so many games. So he's obviously yeah. knows what it's like. He, it's not easy, John. He's is kept it to up win? that consistency. Yeah, sure. Um so he's coming to Rangers. They've, they've, he's, they've obviously um, Rangers have done the due diligence on him, mm. looked at him. He's coming, he's coming across really, really well. And Kevin Muscat chased him for the job, didn't he? And he's yeah, but also, talk, yeah. talk is cheap. Sure. He sounds great. He yeah. sounds like he's really thorough. He knows what he wants to do. Michael Beal, I go back to. He was a good speaker. Probably spoke too much at times. Give too much away, but you know they backed him, and now they've got to back the new manager. Yeah, and they need to get back to the top. Don't fear it. Go and embrace it. That that's that, that, that's what you've got to do. Because um, obviously Celtic are the the team in front. Celtic have, have been the dominant team over the years. Now it's all about trying to, to grasp 
some of the trophies back, Paul. And as I, as I mentioned, I've got a, a great opportunity in the semi final, yeah, cup, um, and they need to start the 11 trophies. Um, but as I said, I was impressed, Paul. I watched yeah. it live, I was impressed by him, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just found them when you watch some managers, they say what you, what you want them to hear, yeah. but he was very straight and just down the middle. and I kind of get the vibe that he's going to be straight with the with the players, and I think that's what's needed because it's been well below par, um, and they need to start moving in the right direction. Those players need somebody coming in this week and saying, "You'll see the, the players that have come in and have struggled. You, you never know; they, they might get a, a, a serious yeah. lift out of a new manager. He might play a different way. We spoke off air. Me and John, you don't know what way he's going to play yet. Okay. Yeah, it might be a different style for what he's played at previous clubs yeah. at Monaco, at Bruges, at yeah. Genk." So uh, you have had a little opportunities to work with some of the players this week, last yeah, couple of days, sure. while the other players have been away. So they'd have had some some idea, but obviously a lot a lot of the the big players, you know the the main players, they get back, and I, I yeah. think um, you know it's very important for them to uh, to take to this new manager, yeah. you know, work under him and uh, give him everything because. You know, um, Michael Beale's time was yep. was 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 all plus. Um, so obviously, you know, he's got the opportunity now. And it's it's a brilliant opportunity coming into a football club where there's another team across the city yep. dominating. You've got the opportunity to get the fans on your back if you can turn it around. What, get them on your side. Well, get yeah. Them on, what, sure. yeah, but you got get them on the side by winning games and playing good football. But what an opportunity that is for somebody to to go and take that. As much as a difficult job it is, mm. it's an, it's also a great job. And and do you know another thing, the, the, the place will be jumping, it'll be bouncing in, in Saturday because previous weeks I've, I've said, Paul, it's been really toxic. The fans have been really unhappy and, and, and rightly so. So with the new manager coming in, I'm sure it'll be packed to the rafters and it'll be a right good atmosphere and the players then need to go cross that white line at three o'clock and produce the goods. How high on the bounce factor? <laughs> the Richter scale, right at uh, the top. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it will be. Will be. Yeah, because there, there is yeah. a, an element of excitement because the Rangers fans wanted change, they demanded change. The board have went and done it. They've took their time a couple of weeks. They believe they've got the right man in now. So now it's all about producing the goods on the pitch. He was asked an inevitable question about the captaincy of James Tavernier. Is he going to change it? I don't see a reason for the moment to change those things. I think uh, I need to focus on on many others for the moment and, uh, and step by step looking what is the best story for the club, but I don't see a, a reason for the moment to change that now. We've spoken about it so many times. What do you feel? Yeah, there's more yeah. pressing concerns on the football side than changing the captaincy. I've, I've said it, Paul. I've been in arguments before. My honest opinion is, I think he's a scapegoat, James Tavernier. I really do. Um, look, has his form been up there? I think he asked James himself, he'll say, no, I could have played better, but look at the game. The last game against St Mern. Yeah. But who's pressure, gonna... pressure situation. Yeah. Yeah. Zero zero. He steps up, yeah. puts it in the back of the net mm. for the spot, yeah. and then gets the the, the crucial third one. Mm. Um, so I don't think you, there's no need. I think he'll go in and he'll assess it. But there's more pressing concerns in terms of on the football inside to deal with before that would even enter his, yeah. the manager's head. But who's going to make Rangers' goals? Who's going to score Rangers' goals? Well, James Tavernier has yep, been involved sure. in every every stat 
for the last five, six, seven yeah. years. 107 goals. Well, yeah. there you go. Who's yeah. going to score sure. for them? James scores every week. Yeah, for sure. There's John Hartson saying that. And Barry Ferguson, you're basically saying the Rangers fans have got a big part to play in this. This is not going to happen overnight. Yeah, you need the fans. Yeah. Paul, listen, see if you've got the fans behind you. You've got a right good chance. And over the, the period, the last three or four weeks, it's not been nice, but the performances have not been good enough. And they've got every right because they pay a lot of money, a hell of a lot of money to come and watch their, their team or whether it's travel away. And they expect um, <clears throat> better. And they'll be going bubbly. They'll, they'll, they'll be fired up for it on, on Saturday. And I would like to think the players will be fired up yeah. and get a, a, a right good performance and a, a good victory. And after the break, we'll ask Barry if he's going to be in the bubbly after the game on Saturday. Rangers against Hibs. And John Hearts against Celtic on Sunday. And all the games coming next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's go! This time tomorrow night, Leanne Crichton will be here along with Craig Moore, 5-7. And Leanne's old team, Glasgow City, playing tonight, Barry, but I'm afraid it was 4-0 they lost last week against Bran Bergen. They're a goal down after 42 minutes. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's, uh, it's a tough ask. Um, that was a surprising one. I, I thought they would have done better last week at, mm-hmm. at home, but suffered a, a, um, a big 4-0 loss. Um, and then you've just mentioned, Paul, 1-0 down. I, I can't see them coming back for that. It's going to be tough, isn't yeah. it? In fact, yeah. Almost no chance. So Leanne will be here tomorrow along with uh, Oz. He, he'll be disappointed, I would imagine, that his pal Kevin Musket didn't yeah, get the job. Been here, yeah, he'll steam coming out his ears, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and I, I, listen, I was, it was obviously down to Philip Clement and, mm. and Kevin Muscat. And listen, Muskie, he's, he's been a manager for 10 years, Paul. I've, I've mentioned that before and he's... He's done really well in Australia. He had a tough time in Belgium, but he's been over to Japan and and he's doing really well over there. So I would have liked to have seen him given the opportunity, but look, they've went with Philip Clement and everybody will get right behind him and hopefully he's a, a huge success. Three teams at the top in Scotland at the moment. Celtic seven points ahead of Rangers and St Mirren. So will we start this weekend with St Mirren. Ross County against St Mirren. You mentioned grounds that Philip Clement will be going to. You didn't mention Dingwall. That's a tough one in the middle of the winter. But John for St Mirren, what a first part of the season it's been for yes. them. Can they get a win up there? I think they can. I think the last game that they lost was was obviously Rangers, wasn't it? Yeah. They went up yeah. to 10 men. Rangers mm-hmm. won comfortable in the end. But I think, you know, back to 11 men, mm-hmm. I think they, they can't get too sort of um, disappointed with that yeah. particular game, and I think they'll they'll get back to winning ways. I fancy I'll go for Saint Mirren two-one. Uh, Paul, I think they'll win away. I think well. Barry, you'll be face to face on Friday night with Stephen McGinn, so I'll pit the game to you at that point in your prediction. But Saint Mirren, isn't it remarkable what they've done? And Stephen Robinson is he another underrated manager who's almost said Scottish? I know he's Northern Ireland, but you know, homegrown manager who does. A brilliant job. Yeah, done a fantastic job, yeah. Paul. To get them in the top six for their first time in their, their, yeah. their history was a, a brilliant achievement and they've got off to a, a great start. Um, I think the game against Rangers could have been different mm-hmm. if, if um, Strain didn't get sent off, but it was definitely a sending off. Mm-hmm. And listen, then you're, it's, going to, it's a tough ask, isn't it? Um, Rangers obviously get the penalty and then they kind of dominate the game. But listen, I still think 
I think St Myrna will, will still have a strong season Paul and don't be surprised if they finish in the top six again in Ross County, you can never count them out though, can you? Because Marky Mackay, another guy who's a top-class manager and Stephen yeah. played under him, so we'll speak more about them on Friday night. St. Johnson, Motherwell. So St. Johnson, nothing was going right for them early in the season. Um, they've picked up a couple of points. Motherwell, who were flying. We know the story. They found it tough, four games without a win, but Celtic was there, Rangers as well. John, would you expect Motherwell to bounce back at Perth? Um, oh. Yes, I just think because... St. Johnson are not going particularly well. Um, is it is it Steve McLean? Yes, Steve McLean up there. Yeah, yep. yeah, his daughter he actually yep. used to go to People's High School where my daughter right. goes. Yeah. Um, so uh, oh, let me see. I tell you so, what, I'm yep. gonna go. I'm gonna go St. Johnson. Right. I think they'll get it together, and they've got to pick up some points. You've got to give themselves some sort yeah. of well, put them in seven hope points. in the yeah. battle. Yeah. Mm. So I'll go for. I think St Johnson might win that one. Yeah. Well, I should say the table at the bottom, since that's where we are with St Johnson. Uh, four points after the first eight. Ross County seven points. They've got one game fewer. Dundee on seven. Kilmarnock on seven. Aberdeen and Hebs on nine. Livy, sixth spot, they're in 10 points along with Motherwell, so Motherwell in 10, and then Hearts on 11, and then St Mirren and Rangers in 15, Celtic on 22. Barry, what do you reckon at Perth? Well, they've lost four in the bounce, Motherwell, um, but bearing in mind, Rangers and Celtic have been in that, they four games. Um, no, I, I think Motherwell will get back to winning ways, Paul. I forgot, I shouldn't yeah, ask you the result I know, Friday. but I, they've uh, yeah, got a few players do. coming back for injury have, as well, yeah. and I do think that a they're a, they're a good outfit. They're really well set up. They've just been through a tough period, but I think yeah. they'll come out it. Lennon Miller, of course, was sent off, so they'll be they'll be missing him. But he's what, a, a brilliant young talent. Yeah. That's another one that I think I'll be looking to break into the the Scottish um, national team setup. Paul, um, I know he's only seventeen, but I think he's he's got all the attributes, no doubt about it. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of clubs keep my. An eye on him because, um, as I said, I think he's a, a real good football player, and it's brilliant to see 17 years old, and yeah. he looks yeah. so mature for 17 as well. And Max Johnson, who came on the other night, I know he's not yeah. 17, but you know he was at Motherwell uh, just months ago. It's been he's another one. He's went away yeah. across to the Austrian league. Yeah. From Graz, um, again, he's another player that impressed me. Went out on loan as a young boy down to Queen of the South. Um, done really well for. Mother last season, and I would like to see these young boys stay in the league, um, and, and the bigger teams maybe come in. But listen, he's been over there, and he's another young boy who's went to a different environment, Paul. And it's as I said, it's it's great to see. John Aberdeen against Dundee. What do you think? I think Aberdeen will be too strong. Should be. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, yep. I'm, I think Aberdeen will win that one, Paul. And what about Rangers against? I almost said Levy there Rangers against Hebb's going to be some game uh, on Saturday let's hear a bit more from Philippe Clement um, he said it was great to be here in Glasgow this was his opening comments yeah first uh, nice to meet you all for the first time no I'm uh, I'm really delighted to be here it's been uh, hectic days but it's normal uh, if you step in this part of the season it's always different than when you do it uh, at the end of the season and you have uh, six, seven weeks of preparation. But it's not the first time like that. So I knew what uh, would happen. Um, and I'm really delighted to be here. You guys see it also in an iconic stadium with uh, a club with a lot of fans. And that was one, one of the things I was looking for. 
Barry, key question. Who poured? Was that water? Was it whiskey? Uh, what was it? I thought it was somebody doing a pee. <laughs> That's what it sounded I don't like. know if you could hear it there, uh, if you're in the car or whatever, but there was somebody was pouring not, some water. Yeah, so I that was his opening comments there. And he had more to say about, you know, he's arrived at Rangers. I know all my colleagues and my friends in the other teams are watching this, so <laughs> I'm not going to give them more material about that. Uh, I think you, you guys... Uh, I've been speaking about that last couple of weeks, last couple of months. So you know a lot of things. I know more things because I start to get to know the players also better. And it's it's my job together with all staff and together with the players to make things better. Uh, but there's there are quite some things to do. Otherwise, we, we would not be in this situation and I would not be sitting in this chair. It makes sense, John, doesn't it? He's not going to give anything away. I think he was no. asked there, what changes are you going to make? Well, why would you tell people? Yeah, I, th I think he said what, he, what he's had to say, hasn't he? Yeah. he? You know, he wants to win. He wants to get his players um, in, a, in a winning mentality. It's a process. Um, he's got a three-year contract, I think. Mr. Bisgrove has been on backing him. Um, what, what more can he say? You know, he's, he knows he's got a big challenge on his hands and... You know, he has to start off with, with getting the fans on his side, starting with Saturday at home to Hibs. So he was asked, what does he think of the squad that he's inherited? Uh, for the moment, I didn't see the squad in total because we had uh, still a lot of guys who are away for international games. So we saw part of the squad. We trained also the last two days with uh, several young players from academy. It's also an important part of my job that I've always been doing uh, in, in all the teams to implement young players, to develop them and to give them chances and to let them grow step by step. So we started with that and to implement the first uh, parts of the football that we want to play. But for sure, yeah, we don't have all the players yet uh, back, so you cannot do it with all squad. So the team that will start on Saturday was not on the pitch yet today. Barry, we wonder what that team will be. Uh, we'll ask you on Friday. What did you make of his comments there? Yeah, I, that, as I said, Paul, I, I was impressed um, with yeah. the, the full press crom, uh, press uh, the presser. Oh, sorry, yeah. should I say? Mm -hmm. um, I, I like what he's saying. He's very like he's very straight, um, but he understands the situation that, that the club are in. So I'm looking forward to the first game because that's always a sign. Early sign, he's seen what way he's going to set up and what way he's going to go forward with the, the team. But he he has got a fair bit of work because it has been a a sore uh, a sore start yeah. to the season for for Rangers. Obviously, losing three games in the league, getting out the Champions League. Um, but there's there's still a lot to play for this this season, and we'll see what the the next few weeks and months bring. John. What do you think is going to happen then? Three o'clock, Saturday, Ibrox, 50,000. The fans so disgruntled a few weeks ago. Obviously, they're going to be up yeah. for the new manager and their team. What's going to happen? Rangers, Hibs? Well, Rangers need an early goal to get the yeah. crowd mm -hmm. you know, on top of the game. I think they'll win the game. Um, and it's not literally imperative. Of course it is. You want to keep winning, but it's his first game. Um, there's no, no, no pressure. Of course there's pressure, but... Um, if he loses it, there'd be no, you know, there'd be no sort of major reaction. Um, it's his first game with his new players. He, he'll try and make a bit of an impact. He'll go in the dressing room. He's had three days to get his message across. 
Um, it's going to be difficult. It's a difficult job for him, but he's saying all the right things. He's not going in guns blazing, which I like. He's not going in saying, we're going to win this, we're going to topple Celtic, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. He knows, Paul, he's wise. He knows not to say that. And I think he's the type of guy to do all his talking on the pitch and then hopefully, you know, look to turn Rangers' fortunes around. But he wouldn't want to go 10 points behind Celtic, assuming Celtic then win the next day. No, it's impossible to yeah. think like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> impossible. I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing what he's going to be like at the side mm-hmm. of the pitch. Is he going to be a manager yeah. that sits mm-hmm. down and, and is really calm, cool and collected? Or is he going to be on the touchline ground at players? Um, so, yeah, as yeah. I said, he's come across really well. He understands and he's no saying, John just mentioned a good thing mm-hmm. there. He's, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to beat Celtic and I'm going to claw that lead back. Just calm. He's coming in, he's going to make subtle changes and as time goes on, hopefully he'll bring a, a winning Rangers team week in, week out. And what about Hearts Celtic? What's going to happen, do you think? Although we'll speak to you again on Friday, but while John's here, I'd like to hear both of you. What do you reckon? Um, always it's a, a brilliant place to play. The atmosphere's yeah. good at it. <laughs> I think Celtic are, are too strong, Paul. Yep. Yeah, I, I think Celtic are going to go and win there. And I think they'll win pretty comfortable. John? Looking forward to it. What do you think is going to happen? No, I'm with Barry. I just think it's Aldi Kyogo coming back, Hitachi coming back from both representing Japan. You know, the back four won't really change if Carter Vickers is fit. It'll be it'll be Johnson, Carter Vickers, Scales, Taylor. All the Nabrowski is back training, and you've got that middle three of, yeah. of McGregor, um, Hitachi, and of course O'Reilly. So sure. my wide, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm probably. Um, Palma, maybe. Palmer, Palmer, the other can, side, because yep, sure. I think Palmer, he played well a couple of weeks, he loved yep. running the side, hopefully. And we should finish on the Celtic captain. I mean, what a hero he is for Scotland as well. And he'll be in, chest puffed out because yeah. we have qualified well, that's what he does. for that's, that's what he the does. He, he, yeah. He'll be delighted and obviously yeah. he won't change. He's very humble. He'll be delighted for the Scotland, the fans and everybody else. And Callum's fantastic at that, isn't he? John, have a great weekend. I think Pleasure you're going Paul. up to Orkney. Good luck there. Oh, yeah, watch Saturday that. night, yeah. yeah. Watch that storm, everyone. Take it easy. Oh, Apparently it's coming in. It's more in the east of the country. Barry, have a good couple. How's the injury coming on after the operation? The knee yeah, injury? The, yeah. look, each day is getting better, Paul. Um, yeah. But listen, we'll get there. It's James. He's trying to. Okay, he's just yeah. enjoying every bit of the show. Barry, thanks so much. Okay, Thank you, John. He's away. He's off for a few, few days. days off. It's unbelievable. Enjoy it, James. Yep. We're back tomorrow night at five with Leanne and Oz himself. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.